sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the weekday edition of the competitive hedge podcast i am your host of the show kenneth Cottrell, and thank you all for joining me here today this podcast is all about sports and the world of betting we talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate and capping things off with our daily betting card now today we're going to have our friday card as well as our saturday morning EPL card. I would like to sleep in a little bit on this Halloween weekend. Uh, So we're going to make sure that we get those soccer plays out to you early. And you got to go and follow us on all of our social platforms at HedgePod because we do not go live on the weekend. Meaning if you want our college football and NFL slate, that is where you will find it. So with that, our episode today is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and MLB. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and the mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com today to get started. Use code SHOOTERS at sign up and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age. It is available to persons in Ontario only, and if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, you can contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. So let's talk about Thursday. Wasn't our best day. We were on a bit of a heater there for a few days, and then we cooled off yesterday. But a lot of close misses for us, starting with that Manchester United versus Sheriff game with the first half over one and a half at plus 110. Um, One to nothing was the halftime score. It could have been another goal in there as well. A couple of good chances that Ronaldo had and and others. But unfortunately, the one to nothing we just miss, and you take that gamble with the over one and a half first half goals. Tampa Bay money line in the NFL. uh, Let's just face it, they, they got outplayed by Baltimore yesterday. Uh, still don't know what to make of Tom Brady. He looks a little bit lost out there, um, has not had his best stuff. Now, he did throw for 325 yards and a touchdown, but 44 attempts for Tom yesterday. Lamar Jackson threw for 238 yards, two touchdowns, and they got the ground game going as well. Uh, that was basically the difference maker in the game when you have 231 rushing yards in comparison to 44 for the Bucks, then you're going to have some success. NBA-wise, Miami and Golden State, we're anticipating that Miami might have an off-shooting night coming off the back-to-back, but they put up 110 points, and Golden State 
put up their usual 123. So the under 226 misses yesterday. And then the final miss was Ottawa Moneyline versus Minnesota on the ice. Four to two was the final there taking the home dog. But the two winners yesterday, we're going to focus on those heading into today, build off of that momentum with Dallas Moneyline versus Washington. Two to nothing was the final there, thanks to Jake Ottinger's shutout. And then you had the Vancouver Canucks came through plus 110 money line. They win five to four over the Seattle crack and they finally get that first win on the season. And so that's a good feeling heading into today. Other NHL results, the Canadians beat the Sabres. You had the Flyers over the Panthers. The Red Wings lost to the Bruins five to one. So that's the same old Red Wings that I'm used to. Predators six to two over the Blues. You had the Oilers beat the Blackhawks. That was another Connor McDavid hat trick. Uh, then you had the Jets over the Kings. And then to cap it off, the San Jose Sharks OT winner over the Toronto Maple Leafs. College football-wise, you had NC State pulled off a 22-21, squeaked out a win over Virginia Tech. And Utah, number 14 Utah, 121-17 over Washington State. Golf-wise, no one really exciting on that leaderboard. You got Shank. Endicott and Smotherman at the top. So this is why we stayed away from golf this week as we didn't love the field overall and didn't want to go and bet on any of those games. Notable Europa League results as well. PSV handed Arsenal a loss yesterday and Art and Lazio went out and won 2-1 over Matigeland. So many other clubs played yesterday. So many tough ones to pronounce that we're not going to get too much into it after that. And so that was overall what happened yesterday now. We did end up having one trade in the NFL yesterday. It saw Kadarius Tony heading to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, kind of the opposite of what I was anticipating might happen. I thought the Giants would finally trade for a wide receiver. Now that they're sitting on one loss and they could get Daniel Jones a weapon, but instead they shipped Tony out of town for a conditional third and a future sixth. Now, as far as Kansas City goes, this is just another weapon that uh, that Patrick Mahomes can use. We've seen McCole Hardman already this year ha has benefited from Tyreek Hill leaving. MVS has had his nights, Juju as well. And so Tony just is going to fit into that mix. It's a bit of a medium risk high reward deal for me because you are giving up two picks for this guy. And if he doesn't produce for you, then yes, they are a third and a six. But in the NFL, that matters when you're trying to round out your roster. So that's why I would say it's more of a medium risk. Now, Tony has shown flashes in New York. So he does have an opportunity to come in and compete and give himself a chance to become a part of that Chiefs wide receiver room. So we'll have to wait and see how he fits in with Mahomes. I anticipate we're going to see some clever stuff with Andy Reid in that offense involving Tony, maybe even as soon as this week, if he can get on the field in time. But with that, let's head over and look at Friday's slate of games. We got a number of NBA games. We got six games on the ice as well. So that's where we're going to focus today. Now, NBA-wise, we got the Hawks minus six versus Detroit. Now, we had this line at seven just a couple days ago. Hawks were unable to cover as they won by five, but the Hawks are still three and one on the year. They're taking on the one and four Pistons. Um, the over-under line for this game is 227 and a half. I hate when you start to get up into the high 220s, or, uh, low 230s, and that's kind of where we're sitting at with this over-under. As much as I'd love to take the under, sometimes teams like Atlanta can blow up for 130 points and then Detroit ruins it for you by putting up 100. So 
This is a stay away game for me on the over under. It will be a part of our betting card as far as that spread goes. Then you got Charlotte minus three versus Orlando today on the road. Um, Charlotte's two and two overall. They haven't had LaMelo Ball or Miles Bridges. <laughs> Not that I think Bridges is going to play all year, but Orlando, they come in winless as well at 0 and 5. Paulo Bancaro is the front runner for rookie of the year, and he's had five consecutive 20 plus point games. It's just whether he can get some help around him tonight. So this one's a part of our card as well, but we'll chat about it in a few minutes. Then we've got the Indiana Pacers taking on the Washington Wizards. It was minus six last night, dropped down to minus five and a half. And that over underline is 230. Really hate these lines a lot, especially when you've got the Pacers who are one and four. They're performing as expected, but the Wizards did this last year. They got out to the hot start and then they cooled off later in the year. So I don't know what to make of this Wizards group with Bradley Beal and, and Porzingis and, and Kuzma, but uh, this is a stay away game for me tonight. Don't love either team. Could see it going either way and either team showing up or not showing up. Then you got Cleveland taking on Boston tonight. Minus five and a half. This line is holding from last night. Uh, 220 is the over underline for this game as well. Actually, sorry, this one's dropped down to 218 and a half. So a point and a half lower than it was last night. The Cavs and Boston are both sitting at three and one. Donovan Mitchell's looked great in a Cavs uniform and the Celtics. They are just picking up where they left off, making it to the NBA finals last year. Philadelphia versus Toronto. Toronto is minus one for this game tonight, and the over-under line is 213.5. Now, the Raptors did just beat the Sixers the other night, so this is why they are a slight home favorite, but it's more of a pick than anything else. So I don't know where to go with this game. I'd like to think that Philly can bounce back, but I've been high on Philly from the start of the year, and they've let me down, so going to wait and see with this game. Then you got the Bucks. They're minus six tonight versus the New York Knicks. The over-under line sitting at 223.5. Now, the Knicks have started hot at 3-1, and one, but I wouldn't say that they've had the toughest schedule out of the gate. Uh, they beat the Hornets in overtime. They beat the Magic, and they beat the Pistons. Their only test, they did take the Memphis Grizzlies to overtime, whereas the Bucks, they've had a much tougher schedule out of the gate. They've had to play the Nets. They've had to play the uh, Sixers and the Rockets so far, so... Uh, I don't know what to make of that spread. I'd like to think that Milwaukee can cover that at home, but tough to say with no Chris Middleton still. So it's still a fade game for me. Lakers versus T-Wolves tonight. T-Wolves are minus eight. Uh, actually up to eight and a half. That's how bad the Lakers are. My Lakers are winless on the season at 0-4, and the T-Wolves are 3-2. and But the T-Wolves have no-showed a couple games. They did end up losing to the Spurs just a few games ago. And then they made up for it by blowing them out the following game. So I don't know what to make of this T-Wolves team yet. I still think they're trying to figure out how to work Towns and Gobert together. Anthony Edwards has been great. I think he's the front runner for most improved award. He'll likely be a first-time All-Star this year. So uh, this is a stay-away game for me. I'd like to think the Lakers can cover, but I certainly will not be betting them moving forward. The Bulls are minus five versus the Spurs tonight. Uh, 229 is the over underline here. Uh, both teams are three and two. I don't think anyone expected the Spurs to have three wins until the month of November, but that being said, they've got three wins and the Bulls are three and two. DeMar DeRozan picking up where he left off with a great uh, year last year. 
The Jazz, they are eight and a half point underdogs on the road against the Denver Nuggets. Despite the fact that Jazz have started four and one, so they've gotten out to a great start. They're taking on a Nuggets team. We'll see if Jamal Murray goes. Michael Porter Jr. just missed a game as well. Picking up where they left off with those two being injured. So the only constant in Denver has been Jokic absolutely balling. Then you got the Pelicans. They're six and a half point underdogs against the Phoenix Suns. Likely we won't see Zion tonight. We'll see if we see Brandon Ingram. We'll see if we see Herb Jones because they missed some time. I'm taking it that we won't see Ingram because of the concussion. They do have Zion as a game time decision. This is one where I'm waiting all the way up until tip off to see if I even like the line here. Even without guys, they ended up going and beating Dallas outright. So they still have that chance to do so. But this is a stay away game as of now and a bit of a revenge game for Phoenix as the Pelicans really pushed them in the playoffs last year. And then Houston versus Portland is the final one. Portland are minus five taking on the Rockets. This one's a bit of a confusing one for me because I would love to go and take the Rockets because Portland doesn't have Lillard, but I don't know where to go with that game. So that one is a stay away for now. And then NHL-wise, we got six games on the slate. Um, A couple of very heavy favorites tonight, starting with Anaheim versus Vegas. Now, Vegas was minus 300 last night. They've moved down to minus 270. You got Gibson going for Anaheim and Thompson going for Vegas. So both starters looking like they're projected to go tonight. You got Boston minus 155 versus the Blue Jackets. Allmark's in net. He's 5-0 on the year, taking on Elvis Merzlikens, who sits at 2-2 on the season. Columbus are not a great team. Boston out to the hot start, but a bit of a juiced money line on the road there. Colorado, they were minus 155 yesterday. That line's moved down to minus 140. You got Georgiev in net, who's 4-0-1, taking on Blackwood, who's 3-2 for the Devils. Islanders and Hurricanes tonight. Uh, Sorokin, 2-3 on the year for the Islanders. And Anderson is 3-1 as the starter in Carolina. You got Pittsburgh, minus 145 is where we got it last night. This one will be a part of our betting card. We might as well say that now. That line has since moved to minus 165 versus the Canucks. You got Jerry in net, who's 4-1, and one, and anticipating Vancouver's backup tonight. Uh, won't be seeing Demko and Martin instead. And then Winnipeg, minus 175 versus the Arizona Coyotes. Dave Riddick going for Winnipeg, well, Vegmelka who's one and three in net for the Coyotes. So let's head over and talk about today's hedge plays. These are our official betting plays for today. We got four plays on the slate, and then we'll dive into our EPL Saturday as well, starting with Atlanta minus six versus Detroit. Now, Detroit narrowly covered that minus seven on Wednesday. So two days later, we get the rematch between these two teams. The Hawks are the vastly superior team. One team's head into the playoffs One team will be very fortunate to make it into the play-in game, that being the Pistons. And so I expect the Hawks to actually come out and cover tonight, win by double digits. It's tough to say with a team like Detroit because they're going to be very inconsistent all year. They could go through a stretch where these young guys are clicking on all cylinders, and then they could also lose eight straight games. So this is where I think the Pistons are at right now. I think the Hawks with DeJounte Murray, with Trey Young, They're in a much better position, and so tonight, even on the road, I like them to go in and cover that minus six. The Orlando Magic, I am taking the Magic money line versus the Charlotte Hornets at plus 125. Yes, the Magic are winless, 
but I think this is the night where they go and get that first victory for Dan Caro and company. Now, every loss for Orlando has been within 13 points, so it's not as if they're losing games by 20 points or, or getting completely blown out the door. I think that this Magic team is young and hungry. Now, they are going to miss Cole Anthony as he got hurt the other night, but I love the plus money odds for a home team taking on a team without LaMelo, without Bridges. Yes, they still have some other guys there like Rogier, but I do think that this is a great opportunity and great value for Orlando to go and get their first win. Um, and let's face it, Orlando's not going to lose all 82 games. This is a great spot for them against another bad team at home to get that first win. So give me the value at plus 125. Now, NHL-wise, we are taking Carolina and the Isles under 6.5. Now, if you want to go and get that line now, it's moved down to minus 5.5. We bought the half a goal last night. Now you'd have to buy the full goal. So even if you want to buy it to minus or to the six line, I think you're still completely fine to do so. Just I would be worried at a potential push anytime you sit at six. But I just really like what I've seen from both Sorokin and Anderson. Anderson, he's three and one on the year. He's got a good defense in front of him. And then Sorokin, he's coming off a shutout on Wednesday night. And so I'd like this game to be three to two, potentially four to two if you get the empty net goal. So that's why I had bought it to six and a half. Now you could buy it to six even now. And then if you get that four to two, you push anyways, but I like both goalies. I think it's going to be a relatively low scoring night. And so give me the value there at six and a half for minus 140. And then, as I said, we got the Penguins money line early last night at minus 145. We saw the Canucks in a dog fight with the Kraken as they won five to four. And so back to back for a bad Canucks team. They were in Seattle. Now they have to travel home. Yes, it's not a far distance to travel, but it's a travel day nonetheless. And so seeing that we're going to have Pittsburgh starter in Jerry and net for uh, the Penguins and then the backup going for the Canucks, the Canucks still aren't a great team. And so it's a bad spot for them to have to return home riding high off of their first win of the year and then turn around and play a good Penguins team. I just don't like their chances. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh money line at minus 145. Now, as I said, we are going to talk about our EPL slate as well because Saturday morning we've got a ton of EPL games. I'm not getting up for this 5.30 Leicester Man City game. I don't think that you should either. So with eight games on the EPL slate, we wanted to do a quick breakdown, give you our three picks for those games, and then move forward. So Leicester City taking on Manchester City. Now, I didn't love the value of this game at all, especially Betting against Manchester City is always a terrible thing, but Leicester has been playing good football recently. So with them being at home, I didn't love going and taking them at a plus one and a half or even a plus two and a half if you wanted a bit of juiced value. Now, Leicester, they are 17th in the standings. They've won two games in a row. And Man City, they sit in second place, but they've won four out of their last five. They're probably going to be hungry after... Uh, having that draw against Dortmund midweek. So this was a stay away game for me. But if you can't sleep or maybe you're staying up late partying, then you can uh, maybe stay up and watch this Leicester City Man City game. Bournemouth and Tottenham. Bournemouth, they sit 14th in the standings. They've lost two games in a row after having a string of good results. Whereas Tottenham, they sit in third place in the standings, but they've lost two games in a row. They just drew Lisbon in the Champions League as well. So it is a tougher road spot for Tottenham, but we love the value here. And so that is our first play for today, which is Tottenham Moneyline versus Bournemouth at minus 138. 
Uh, let's face it, I really like this Tottenham team. Um, I haven't been high on Bournemouth all year. I know they went through that really good stretch of games, but they are a recently promoted side, and I think they have an opportunity now to slump as they head into the Christmas season in six weeks' time. So Spurs, they got robbed midweek because of that VAR call. As I said, they lost two games prior, so they're desperate for a result. They want to make sure that they are in the Champions League next season, especially if things don't go well midweek for them. So I think that it comes to an end, uh, this string of great results for uh, Bournemouth, and we see Tottenham money line at minus 138 as a play that we cash. Now, we're going to head over next to Brentford and Wolves. No play here. You got 11th place Brentford, who've won just one of their last five games, taking on Wolves, who have lost four of their last five. They're 19th in the standings. I'd love to go out and bet just both teams to score as a no, but I just can't do it. I don't trust Brentford right now with where they're at. I definitely don't trust Wolves overall, but I could also see a 1-1 finish here. So stay away game for me. This is one that you probably won't even tune into as other games are better at this time. Then we've got Brighton versus Chelsea. Brighton, no wins in their last five. They have uh, three draws over that stretch, though, so they have been competing in games. Chelsea haven't lost under Graham Potter. Uh, They do have two straight draws. They drew Man United uh, in the league. And then midweek, they did pick up that win in Champions League. So Chelsea have been rolling. I do like Brighton to get a result here. But at plus 190, I'm not going to go and bet a juiced double chance play. So this is a stay away game for me. One game that is not a stay away game for me is Crystal Palace versus Southampton because I'm taking Crystal Palace money line versus Southampton. But didn't put the value there. But as of right now on bet 99, it is plus 100. Now, Palace, they're 13th in the standings, but they have gotten a result in three out of their last four games. They're taking on a Southampton side. Uh, who have gotten points in their last three games, but they're 16th place in the standings. I still believe that Southampton's a relegation-type side and that Palace is going to sneak up and get into the top 10 by season's end. So I really like this spot for them to get a result at home at plus money, and so I'm going to roll with the Palace money line this weekend. Then we're also heading over to the Newcastle-Aston Villa game because we're going to take the Aston Villa double chance versus Newcastle. You might think that we're crazy, especially since Newcastle, they sit fourth in the standings and they've won four of their last five games. Now, Aston Villa, they just picked up a win after firing Steven Gerrard. So I think that they're in a much better spot without him. It seemed like he lost the locker room. This is still a talented group. I don't think that they're a relegation quality side and they're going to show it in this game. They're going to come out and get a result against a Newcastle team that's been absolutely rolling recently. And then the last two games, no official plays in these games, but you got Fulham and Everton. Uh, That's one of the later games for the EPL this weekend. Fulham seventh in the standings, having won two in a row, while Everton are 12th, and they've won uh, their last game but lost the three prior to that. So this was a tough game for me to bet on. I had to stay away from this one. Um, Even the Fulham money line at plus 140 was intriguing, but Everton is a weird side for me, and so that was a stay-away game. And then Liverpool, their heavy favorites, minus 300, taking on Leeds at plus 700. Now, I said at the start of the year, I thought Leeds could be a relegation side, and they sit 18th, having lost four straight games. And Liverpool, they just lost, but they sit in eighth place and had been surging prior to that loss. So I can't get myself to go and bet Leeds to keep it close, especially not on the road. 
but I'm also not going to go bet a Liverpool spread either. Still need some time to evaluate whether this team is actually a contender to get back into the Champions League race or whether we're going to be talking about them as a potential Europa League side by the time February and March roll around. So with that, really appreciate everyone who tuned into our Friday show. As we said at the beginning, coming off a tough Thursday, but excited for the weekend. Got four plays tonight, three plays tomorrow morning, and it's going to be a great weekend. Follow us at HedgePod as well. That's where we have our college football plays. We'll have NFL plays there, as well as NHL and NBA over the weekend. There will be a ton of betting plays out there. I would anticipate we're going to see somewhere close to 20 plays posted on our social media account. So you don't want to miss out on those. We're going to finish the month of October strong. When we come back on the 31st, we'll have a better idea of where we're at for the month. And we'll see if we can cap it off with double-digit units heading into the month of November. So appreciate you all. Go drop us a five-star review on all of our social platforms for our podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we'll see you guys on Monday for the Competitive Hedge podcast.